just a moment. While we're going to prayer, Brother Jose just brought me a message here on the back of a letter that a mother is in here tonight with a baby with such severe heart trouble it may die tonight. It's in the building. Let's offer prayer that God will bless the baby and may it live. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight humbly as we know how to come to offer thanksgiving and praise to thee for the death of Jesus Christ at Calvary who purchased our salvation and healing. God, we pray for mercy for this baby. The mother has had been reverent to bring it to the church. The doctors, your servants, can do nothing for it. But, Lord, thou can do for it. Thou, the stream of all of our mercy, we pray, Father, that you'll extend the great blessings of God to the child and may it live. May the heart trouble leave it. We say, as servants of God, we say, cursed be that heart trouble on the baby. And may the baby live. May the mother take it home now and may it just have a good night's rest and tomorrow be well on its road, Lord. May it keep getting better until it's completely well. We'll thank thee and praise thee for it, Father. Now to all the others, the specials and everywhere, it's called in, sent in telegrams wanting to bring your loved ones from everywhere. God, be merciful to them and help us tonight as we stand here as your servant to minister to your people. We thank thee for all thou hast done and praying now that you'll bless us in this service tonight. For we ask that in Christ Jesus' name, amen. May be seated. God's great peace and mercy be with each and every one of you. And now on the 27th verse of the 16th chapter of St. John, I want to read this part of the scripture. I know Brother Baxter usually always has a magnetic sermon for you. And now I like to read a little scripture for my part because if what I say fails, this won't. This will always remain the same. So I know it'll be for some good. Isn't that right, Brother Osborne? That's right. All right. For the Father himself loveth you because ye have loved me and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father and am come unto the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no parable. Now we are sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou comest forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? God had his blessings to this word. When speaking in parables, they could not understand him. But when they realized that God was showing him things, they believed his testimony then, that he'd come out from God. And now I'm giving the testimony of the same man tonight, that they crucified him and he had to die to take sin out of the world. But on the third day he rose again and ascended up to the Father, and has returned in the form of the Holy Spirit, living with us, in us, 
doing the same things tonight that he did then. Can we say as his disciples, because of this, now we believe. God grant it will be so tonight, that by the witness of God, of the resurrection of this man who knew the thoughts of people, who knew what would take place, and would done only as God led him, but whatever God told him was exactly the truth. Isn't that marvelous? Well, you know, friends, that, that's enough to make any heart just start jumping and burning, isn't it? That Jesus Christ and any persons in the world that ever amounted to anything in this world were men and women who believed Jesus Christ. Now the Lord is blessful and good. He's full of compassion and mercy to us all. Now, the Brother Ryan there, who wanted me to say something about the Indians, it was when I had first started in my campaigns about six, seven, year, seven years ago, I suppose. And I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and the first time that any persons outside of colored people uh, had ever come into the, the line, the colored and white, and then these were Indians came by, and they were dressed in all their native garb. So when one passed by, the Holy Spirit said, she's an alcoholic. And she was delivered. The next one passed by. I said, Lord, if you'll just reveal what those Indians are, I promise you I'll go to the reservation. Next passed by, I told her she had TB. And they was, they was packing her. She just got up and walked out. So then the next passed by, I just what was wrong with that woman, but she was healed. The missionary happened to be sitting present. So when I was over in California, while they... Uh, the missionary came over and said, you remember what you promised God at Phoenix? You go back to the Apache Indians. So there wasn't nothing but one night the Apache Indians. We gathered early in the afternoon because it had to be an outside meeting. They had a little church back at San Carlos, way back in the desert hills of Arizona. Well, I thought maybe we'd have maybe 20 or 30 Indians out there, but my, <laughs> there's thousands of them gathered. And it was the most uh, dramatic sight to see them sitting around the old uh, father and the mother and all the little Indians sitting on blankets. And just as far as you could see out in the desert like that, they were sitting around. Loudspeakers set up. And of all of it, there's only one person there that could interpret. And in Indian dialect, if anyone knows what it is, their grammar, they don't have any sentences or anything. They start real low and start screaming top of their voice and then, and then drop off all at once, you know. So they just, there's no punctuations to it at all. So then this interpreter was given the interpretation. And I tried to tell the Indian, now, as a, now that is not a foreigner, that is a true born American citizen, the only Americans we have, is the Indian. God gave him this country. We took it away from him. And um, if there ever was anything as an American citizen that I think that ever put a stain on the flag, if there'd be one there, would be the way we treat those Indians out there. When we bundle up thousands and tens of thousands and billions of dollars and send it across the seas over there to Japan and things, they blow it back at us, and our Indians starve to death out there every year. After all, this is their country, God-given country. And I said, I certainly feel sorry, and my sympathy goes for you. But I said, I am just one voice in America. We're made up of all the voices. I said, but then that the country give you a rough deal. But I said, I know somebody who won't give you one. That's Jesus Christ. I said, he'll give you what you, what you really deserve. Christ will be kind to you. Well, an Indian's a strange fellow. He doesn't 
He doesn't go for everything. I remember Billy giving prayer cards one time down in Phoenix at a big tent meeting we were at, and we just had a couple days left, and I said, Billy, give those prayer cards not to people with toothaches and something like that. Give it to people who's dying. So there was an old Indian sitting there, and we see Billy come in. He looked at him. He got up and walked over, and uh, my boy has quite a sense of humor, you know, so he said, packed him on the back, said, so what's the matter, Chief? He said, me sick. All right. He said, Chief, my daddy told me just to give it to people who are real sick. Are you real sick? He said, me sick. That's all he knows. So Billy went on. Chief sat down and watched him again, watched them prayer cards again, getting thinner and thinner. So he walked over and pecked him on the back end. He said, well, I said, what do you want, Chief? He said, me sick. He said, I know, but said, what's the matter with you, Chief? Are you real sick? You got a cancer or something? He said, me sick. That's all he get out of him. So went on a little far, he's had a few left. Chief caught him, turned around, and said, Me sick. <laughs> and Billy said, Say, take this prayer card and write on it, Me sick, and take it up there and give it to the usher. <laughs> me sick. But that, that's the Indian, you know. He, he's a very strange fellow. And that night, when God keeps speaking, I said, Now, will you, it was on a church steps where they had a little church there, and I don't know what denomination it was, but it's just a little church out there. And the missionary was standing there. She couldn't speak the language. It was a woman uh, interpreter. So I noticed all of them. The little fires began to come up along in the desert. And I said, Now, all that believe and wants to be prayed for, line up over here on my right. Everybody that wants to be prayed for had plenty of room. You had the whole desert to line them up in. I said, All wants to be wants to be prayed for, stand up over here on my right. Nobody at all got up. You just sat there. Well, I thought, well, this is the first time I ever had that to happen. <laughs> Nobody got up at all. So I said, well, now, that's strange. So then the next, uh, the, the missionary went back in the church, and here she come out with some, some Indian women. So I said, will this be the prayer line? She said, yes. So the first woman, I was looking at her, talking to her, through the interpreter, and I seen what was wrong with her, and I told her it was a venereal disease. I said, that's not because you're immoral, but the way you have to live. She turned and looked at me. She mumbled off something to the interpreter. The interpreter said to me, said, she said, how did you know that? <laughs> and I said, well, that's the gift of God. So she, that was right. I said, do you believe Christ will heal you of that? Yes. I prayed for her. She went on. Two or three passed by, one of the of the eye and so forth. And after a while, there was a, a little girl come by, and just about the size of this little girl that just got her sight the other night sitting here. And um, so she um, had her head down, her little old, uh, hair just as coarse as bristles, and she wouldn't hold her head up. She just had her head down. And I took her over her head. She just kept her head down. And I said, what's wrong with her? And um, I said, uh, she's deaf and dumb, isn't she? She said, yes. And, and I said, wasn't that caused by fever? She said, yes. She, much fever made her no hear, no speak. And I said, do you believe, and the mother standing there, I said, do you believe that Christ will heal your child? Yep, she believed it. So then I prayed for the little girl like that, and I got down to her and went, like that. I said, do you hear me? She blabbled off something, blah, 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 blah. I said, she'll speak better than that someday. She said, hmm, her speak plenty good now. <laughs> See, now I didn't know what she was saying. But her speak plenty good now. And all them Indians begin to look, you know, and of course each one of them was a pipe about like that, smoking over you know. You know, sit here and look sideways and look up. Now, he's a strange fellow, but once convinced, that's all. See? And he was talking to one another out there, you know, and the missionary got, or the interpreter got him quiet again. And the next come up was a, 
a little boy. He was standing with his head down, and the mother was standing there, and she wasn't waiting for me to tell him what was the matter. She just caught him by the top of the head like this and jerked his little head back. Well, his poor little eyes were just as cross as they could be, and a little old red face and fat cheeks like this, cute little fella. And uh, so I said to him, can I pick him up? And she looked at me, and I picked the little fella up, and he laid his head over on my shoulder. And I said to the interpreter, don't interpret the prayer. I said, dear God, these people who's been pushed back, lounged, and we who come in and tuck their land, shot off the buffalo, killed off the deer, put them back out here on the plains to starve to death and burn up billions of dollars worth of hams out there on the prairies and things like that and meat, let them starve to death. It's not fair. I said, God, show that you're no respecter of person, and let them know tonight that I've told them the truth, that you are for them. <laughs> it happened. Or look, and I turn a little boy around, and I tell him to look. He's the lies as straight as mine is. And everybody began to look. Now you talk about a, <laughs> but carrying on, it started out there. So they got him quiet, and the next come to him, it started like he was going to have a, a stampede. So it taking him quite a little bit. Dust are flying every way. So they, people running this way and that way, and I wonder, what's the matter out there? So she finally got him quiet. I had a prayer line then about four city blocks long. I never seen so many people to be prayed for in my life. And I said to her, I said, what, how'd it happen? She said, first they thought it was, wasn't right. I said, now they're convinced. I said, now it'll be glorious now, I said to the missionary. So, man, Brother Moore, anybody know Jack Moore? He was with me, Jack Moore, and many of the brethren there, and Brother Brown. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't get a, you had to beat him off fan. And there's a poor old Indian woman who was supposed to be next, and she had two broomsticks sawed off with a piece of wood over the top for crutches and some rags wrapped around it. Real, I guess she was 80 years old. She had leather plaited in her hair, great big wrinkles in her face, and she was trying to get to me. Her arthritis was so bad, she was like that trying to, just like that trying to walk. And this little Indian boy was trying to get around another, and Brother Moore couldn't make him get back, so he just picked him up and set him back behind her. So I let the poor old thing come up. Here she come across like this, putting her stick out like that. And when she got right up close to me, I looked at her, and she raised her head to shake him like this, and looked at her tears just finding their way down through the ditches of them old cheeks, and I thought, somebody's mother. That's right. Looked at her like that. Her old dark eyes looked at me like that. She kind of smiled, reached around, got all the one came, the other one, each one of them sticks, and handed them over to me and straightened up, went walking off the platform like that. No prayer at all. No prayer at all. Just believe. And brother, you talk about a prayer line. Along about three or four o'clock that morning, I done quick talking about discernment, just letting them come through and laying hands on them. I seen them coming through. They was wet, way up around like this. I said, well, what's the matter? The little Helia River runs through there. And um, he said, well, they, they thought first it wasn't right. said, now there's a ford about, about 20 miles down here. But said they're going out into the deserts and getting their loved ones and packing them through that water. And here they had, didn't have no stretchers, just like this in the foreign fields. They had, they, here come an old man. This is good. I'll tell you this before we close. They had a board with a stick across the, the back of it, and a stick across this way. And an old man laying there with his hands wrapped over this stick. And his legs laying over this other stick that way, making it like a stretcher, laying on his cord. An old fella, real old. And he was laying there with a the palsy, shaking like that, you know. And the, there's a big fella standing there, great big burly-looking Indian. And he's shivering, you know, like that. And his lips real blue, cold, wet, wet like this. That desert, it gets cold of the morning. And I said, aren't you afraid? Do you speak English? He said, little. And I said, aren't you afraid you'll take pneumonia? Nope. 
said, Jesus Christ is take care of me, I'll bring my dad. <laughs> I said, huh? I said, you believe Jesus Christ is to make your dad well? Sure. I said, pass him by. I said, dear God, this man's come by faith. In the name of Jesus Christ, according to your word, I'll lay hands upon him. I said, bring an extra, and they started on by. I heard somebody screaming and hollering, look, the old man, the board on his own shoulder, waving at everybody. Packing <laughs> his own board, going out. Just simple, childlike faith. That's all. Now, the Indians, when they see this power of God moving, or down in Africa, or over in the islands, they don't question We who's got all the scholarships, we're the ones who question it. We know it all, you see. We got it all explained out. We know just what it is, what Dr. So-and-so said and Dr. So-and-so said. But listen, God wants us to believe his word just like it's written there. Whosoever shall add to or take away, the same shall be taken out of his part of the book of life. So let's just believe it the way it's written. Jesus said, after he has risen from the dead, he said, when he risen, uh, uh, he said this, the things that I do shall you do also. That would be a mark of the people believers. And we've seen what he done. Then he said, I'll be with you even to the end of the world. In the last commi- first commission he ever gave to mankind, when he was showing us, you know what it was? Matthew 10. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, right. raise the dead, right. cast out devils, freely you receive, freely give. Right. Right. Is that right? right? First commission. The last commission. Go ye into all the world. Right. Preach the gospel to every creature. Right. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. Right. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these, plural, signs, plural, shall follow them, plural, that believe. Is that right? Yeah. In my name they shall go to church and put... In my name they shall cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. If they take up serpents or drink deadly things, it shall not harm them. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. Is that right? And he was received up into heaven, and the disciples went forth preaching everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. And that is the general orders from Jesus Christ to be carried out until the day he returns. God be blessed. That sincere man all over the country, everywhere. Just think here the other night, the Archbishop of India come over and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, going back with the message That's right. to the evangelical churches. Great man everywhere is receiving the blessing. It's the hour, friends. And many, many of you now press into the kingdom of God. For I believe you're getting your last call before the coming of the Lord. May we bow our heads while we ask him to come into our presence. Our Heavenly Father, with grateful hearts we come to you tonight, thanking you that you have risen from the dead and living among man tonight. Our hearts are most warm and stirred tonight because of the living Jesus Christ. When you were here on earth, you did no miracles, no signs, you said, until the Father showed you. You promised that same thing to follow the church down to the age. And in this last day, God, we're thankful that you're restoring these things back to your church again. Signs are appearing everywhere just before the coming of the Lord. Every signpost is pointing that way. It won't be long till the rapture. Then we shall see him who we've loved and waited for. Now, God, I pray that your great blessings will rest upon every person in the building. And if there be some here who is not believers as yet, may tonight they be fully convinced in their hearts that the true living Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and is living among his church members tonight. 
Grant it, Lord. And by one Spirit, we're all baptized into this church. God, be merciful to us. Forgive us of our sins. And now, Father, as your humble, unprofitable servant stands here to minister in the way of this prophetic utterance, I pray that the angel of God will draw an eye tonight, as he has been, and we thank you. And we pray that he'll continue to be with us tonight and show great signs and wonders that all the sick and the needy and the building may be healed this night, and the sinners may be called to repentance and the backsliders brought back to God. For we ask it in Jesus Christ's name, who died for this ministry. Amen. Amen. Now, we won't be able to line a hundred as we've been doing, fifty to a hundred people at one time. It's not enough room. Now, I don't hardly think we'll be able to line but just a very few. All right, let's see. We get out these as not working. I suppose it was these. Billy was here, but he's gone. But I'm, oh, excuse me. It's on the wrong side of me. All right, let's see. Ease, All right, let's take them. Ease then, and uh, that's the ones that we give out today. And we got everything yesterday, and now. Uh, we are trying to get as many as we can tonight. Now, who's got prayer cards? Take your, it's a little flat card. It's got a, your name and address on one side, and on the back side here, it's got a letter and a number. Now, turn it over, and you'll find you've got an E on it. And who has prayer card E1 in the building? Prayer card E number one. Where is that? Is that in the building? Was he start with one? Oh, excuse me. All right, lady. E number one. All right. Number two. E number two. Is it in the building? If it is, raise your hand. All right, lady. Over there. E number two. All right. Now, number three. Prayer card E number three. Where's that at? Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Now, look around. If you're somebody's deaf or somebody can't get up, has got those prayer cards, then you bring them right down here in front of you. Or if they are deaf, just put them in the line. If they can't get up, well, you just put your hand on the person. All right. All right. E, E, number one to number ten. Let's see how many we got to line up at a time. Maybe we can only get about ten at a time. All right. All right. Let's try fifteen of them. All right. Let's get next to fifteen. E fifteen. I believe we can get a few more there. There's right in the. You're not. E one to fifteen. Let's try that and see how we're getting along. All right. Look over now. Ushers count, and if there's anybody missing. Call the attention because they're in here somewhere probably deaf or can't get up. Be in prayer everywhere. Be in prayer everywhere. Now, while they're lining them up, I want the whole church to look this way. And I want you to your attention just for a moment. You all realize that what my position, of course there's critics sitting here. See? There's people sitting here with what wants to find fault just now. See? And you must remember, I must be just at the best where the Holy Spirit can use me in any way. If one such person would, something had happened, you've been in the meetings before and know what takes place. But you must know what you're speaking of, you see. You've never seen a time but what God come out with a great victory, you see. And watch what happens to that person. All right. How many have been in the building, how many have been in my meetings before and seen such things happen? That's right. Be, be careful. Now, but I must be just at my best to pray for the sick. Now, as everybody understands, I am not a healer. I cannot heal. I, yeah, I can't do what Jesus has offered. If I could heal, I could save. But I can't save. Because Jesus is already saved. Is that right? Well, if, then I can't heal because he's already healed. But now, 
those two things Jesus did at Calvary. How many believe that's right? That's right. He did that at Calvary. Then I can't do what he's already done. Now, if Jesus is standing here tonight with my suit on that he gave me. Well, now, he couldn't heal you, could he? Now, scripturally speaking, what about that, Brother Johnson? He couldn't heal you. He can't do what he's already done. Well, he'd say, I did that at Calvary. Now, you say, well, he could heal me. No, he could not, not unless you believed it. For many mighty works he could not do because of his own belief, uh, their unbelief. Is that right? Right. Many mighty works he could not do because of their unbelief. You can't have a revival in Chicago unless you're ready for it. Is that right? Just take your faith all together. Now, now, them things Jesus has already done. He has healed you and saved you. You've got to accept that. But now, let's come over to some other. Now, that's what Brother Osborne tells you from the Word and these other ministers. Now, let's come over into the spiritual realm. That's spiritual realm, too. But let's come over into the gifts in the church. God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, gifts of healing. Is that right? Yes. Diversities of uh, manifestations, gifts and speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, and all these gifts are set in the church. Now, now that is to the individual. See, God gives gifts and puts people in the church for different things of confirmation of his word and love. Isn't that wonderful? Shouldn't we all be happy about that? Now, what if... Is this the patient? Come, lady. Now, and do you realize this? That there's, I guess, five or six hundred people in here anyhow tonight? Maybe more. But do you know, if there's, say, there's six hundred people here, there's six hundred spirits of a human being plus Maybe many demons that's got the people bound. As we explained it last night, the medical term of how that these things was, perfectly demonology called cancer, tumor, cataracts, tuberculosis, pneumonia, so forth. It's demons. Now, the thing it is, is, uh, is to get the difference between what is the Spirit of God and what is the Spirit of the devil. And then by the atonement in Calvary, that devil is cast out. And I'll assure you, if, if the believer will come and believe, right here presently, no matter what's wrong with it, it'll take place right here. That's right. You've never seen it fail, and, and it won't. But now, if you go out of here and disbelieve, or just with a little weak faith, it'll come right back on you even worse than what it was in the first place. For the unclean spirit goes out of a man, he walks in dry places. Is that right? Then he returns back. And if the good man of the house isn't there to keep him away, you must take God at his word, not your feelings. But take God at his word, your faith. Keeps him away, just refuse it. He'll torment and peck at your doors, haunt at your windows, but just turn your head and keep on looking forward towards Christ and going on. Now, now Jesus is here standing here tonight on a platform, which I believe he is, not only here, but he's all out to the audience, he's everywhere. But in these spirits, now there's a group of spirits down here, there's a group of spirits up here. Then here I am standing between them. Each one up here, maybe he's praying, numbers of them. There's numbers of them out here praying. And in between there, it's all pulling into one place. Could you realize what I mean? Here may be a vision's breaking here. Maybe I'm talking to this woman. It might belong to somebody out there or somebody up here. So you be in prayer, will you? And just helping me in prayer. Just pray silently. 
If I ask you to bow your head, I want you to do it right away. And if I, you keep looking, believing, but if I ask you to bow your head, because sometimes you've noticed in the meeting, spirits get very contrary sometimes, and you have to make them go out. <laughs> if a patient is a good believer, why well, automatically he, he, he turns loose. But if he doesn't, then sometimes epileptic, they just carry on terribly, you see, and disturbs the meeting and everything, but just hold your peace and don't get disturbed, just step still. Let the patient, whatever's taking place, let it alone. Because, and now, if you're skeptic, I wouldn't stay in while this is going on. Because if that person's free, you're certainly a good subject for him next. And it'll take place. And you know that, many of you. That comes right from one to another. And know it, that demons must have a place of body or they're helpless. They want to go in a bunch of hogs one day when they come out of a maniac. Others. Now, you come here just a moment, lady. I suppose you and I are strangers. I guess I've never seen you in my life. If I have, I don't recognize you. No, we're, we're strangers. You saw me this afternoon. Was you in the afternoon service? Well, now, uh, then you're just a lady that picked up a prayer card here a while ago and you just called up to the platform. And that's, that's all there is. Now, if you and I are strangers, then God will have to, if there's anything I know about you or you about me, God would have to do it. Now, let's just think for a few minutes. Jesus Christ, when he's here on earth, he began to talk to a woman one day at the well. And he kept talking to her until he found out what was wrong with her. Is that right? Then he went and told her what her trouble was. And she ran into the city and said, Come see a man who told me everything i ever done. Isn't this the Christ? Now, only Jesus Christ can do that. That's right. I mean, in a perfect manner is the only way he can do it. Now, as far as... I don't know you might be here for something else. I, I can't say that. Just only God will know that. I don't know it. But you might be here, maybe you've got a domestic trouble or something like that. Whatever it is, God will make known to it. I believe that. Do you? Yes. I, I'm glad to hear you say that you do that. Now, if he has risen from the dead, living among man, then he can produce tonight his life here on earth in his church just like he did then. Is that true? You are up for an operation. Or at least you've been told that by a doctor. And that operation is for a female trouble and a colon trouble. Isn't that right? And you believe that God would heal you of it. And haven't you got some love? I believe it's your husband. That, uh, it was, he's walking with a crutch or something or another. There's something wrong with him. He, oh, he, he's, uh, he's got the hardening of the arteries, and it's causing him to uh, walk crippled or stiffened up. Is that true? You believe God will make you well? You believe he'll heal your husband also? Is Jesus Christ the same yesterday and forever? Come here. Our dear, precious, heavenly Father, in whom, we, in whom we love and believe, may the devil leave the woman tonight, and may she be made well. God grant it. And may the demon leave her husband. And may they both be happy and well and serve you all the days of their life. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go now, and may God's peace be with you. That's her husband sitting right there.
That's the same man I saw in the vision here just a few minutes ago. All right, sir, leave your crutch or cane here. You walk on something. Or have you got it with you? All right, sir, you can leave it wherever it is. You don't need it no more, and you can go home now without it. Have faith in God. All right. Everyone believe with all your heart? Let's say praise the Lord. All right. Now, the man, now, if you be reverent just for a moment, how do you do, sister? Do you believe with all your heart that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has risen from the dead and come to make the, as revealing himself in the line of divine healing and mercies of his resurrection? you believe that with all your heart? With all your heart. Something very strange about you, lady. You, you look like somebody I know or something, and uh, uh, your, your features are, are, are disturbing me just a little, but I, I just want you to watch me, and as uh, Elijah said, look, if it wasn't I respected the presence of Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't look. And Peter and John said, look on us. In other words, not look to them as healers, but look on us, we've got something to say to you. You, uh, you, you've just been operated on. You've had an operation. And that was a tumor operation. They removed a tumor, and that was on the bladder. And doing something, they put some kind of a treatment in to see if it was something else wrong with you. And the treatment was in a thing that dissolved and went out. And they think it's a, it's a malignancy. Your niece. I've seen her stand by, I haven't seen her in a meeting, but I know she, I see her standing by your side. Smiling. Are those things so? Whatever was told you, was that so? Is that the absolute truth? Now, that wasn't me talking to you, lady. That was my voice, but it was something else, a talking. You believe it was the Lord Jesus Christ with mercy for you? Come here. Our dear, precious Father, may she be healed of whatever's wrong with her tonight, and may the devil be cursed. In the name of Jesus Christ, may it come out from the woman, and may she be delivered for God's glory. Amen. God bless you, lady. May God's blessings be upon you and make you well. Now believe. Are you believing? All your heart now. Be with one accord. And all you out there in the, in the, in the audience, believe also. See? Believe. Don't make any difference what, whether you're on the platform or wherever you are. God knows you just the same. You believe this? All right. And have faith. Don't doubt. Put your faith in God. All right, come, lady. Now, reverently, and now each one, as you're, as you're watching, accept him as your own healer, and see if he don't turn me around to you and tell you about it. 
Just believe it with all your heart. All right, lady, you're the patient. Now just come up this way just a little bit so I can talk with you. There's people around me, behind me, and everywhere. But I must get you to talk to the common. You know, Jesus one time led a man outside the city to talk to him. Told him about his eyes and what to do for him. And then he took him another time into a place where the, a little girl had died, and the people laughed at him. So he uh, put them all out. But the father and mother and Peter, James and John, who he knew had faith. You understand what I'm saying? Now we are perfect strangers. I've never seen you in my life. Know nothing about you. God knows that. And I doubt whether you know anything about me unless you've read it in magazines or papers. Or something. But you're sincere, and you come in sincerity. You are a Christian, and you're a member of the Baptist Church. I heard your pastor, I know Baptist doctrine. There's more than that for you. You're getting a little and going away from me. You have, uh, I see a hospital. You, you've just been to a hospital for a, a stomach, something in the stomach. And uh, they was going to operate, but they couldn't find what was wrong with your stomach. And they have sent you back home, and you're fixing to return again to the hospital for another examination to see if they can find the stomach trouble. And you've asked God to heal you if they find nothing. Is that true? Are you touching his garment now? Then they won't find nothing. Almighty God, bless my sister and make her well. And may it be as she has believed, and we know it will, for we ask that in Jesus Christ's name, amen. God bless you, my sister. How did you, sister? Do you believe with all your heart? You do. Well, I suppose you and I do not know each other. For your baby. Now, of course, a mother is in deep sincerity when her baby is in trouble. Now, I am not reading your mind. It's only your conscience that something's near you. Did you ever see that picture of the angel of the Lord, that pillar of fire? That, yes. Did you ever see it on a picture? Well, that is exactly what's giving you that feeling now because it's coming in from you. Your baby has uh, a brain injury. And uh, the doctors have been this it's been operated or something. The doctors had it in to operate for a water head or water brain or something. Is that right? And they found that it was mistaken. And the baby has got a brain injury. And you have prayed and committed your life to God if he, at the table if he would heal this baby. Is that right? And... Uh, the baby's grandmother is suffering, too, with a tumor in the stomach. 
Is that right? God bless you. Yes. You believe that God will make you well, heal your baby. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of thy Son, Jesus, may this baby raise up to be a fine, young Christian, Lord. Grant, as I lay these my unworthy hands upon the child, too young to have faith, but may the power that raised Jesus from the dead brought him back again alive and showing signs and wonders in the church tonight. Almighty God, I bless this baby and say to the enemy that tried to kill it from its very birth, come out of the child, leave it. You are exposed and rebuked in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave the child. Mother, do you believe your baby is going to be a well, normal baby now? Just as you have believed, that's just the way it's going to be for you. God bless you. Go on, Mother Lord. Are you believing with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind? Just have faith. That's all I want you to do. You're not far from your healing, brother. You circle go to you twice now. Just keep having faith. Amen. Have faith in God. God shall bring to pass everything that you have need of. Do you believe that? How do you do, lady? Now a perfect reproduction again of the scene at the well. Jesus was a Jew. The other woman, that the woman that was talking to him, was a, a Samaritan. And tonight, there were two races of people, and that's the way it is tonight. And Jesus said to the woman, go bring me a drink. And she said, it's not customary for the Jews to ask the Americans such. But he said, if thou knewest who was speaking, you'd ask him for a drink. Now, he's the same Jesus tonight, which has tore down that middle wall of petition he was doing at then, which there's no difference tonight in the kingdom of God, white, colored, yellow, brown, whatever country we live in, whatever color we are, whatever race we are, Jesus Christ died for us all. Poured out his spirit upon us all. But do you believe that he is risen from the dead? You are a Christian. And you're believing for its wonderful faith you had. And I'm happy for that. For you're in a serious condition. You have been to an operation. And that operation was in the female organs down here. And they found cancer. And the cancer has scattered it. And it's went all through your body. All through your lower organs. Is that true? Yes. Can I talk to you just a minute of time? Even water. Simple water. I couldn't say that before the audience. But is that the truth? That's true. Nobody in the world but God Almighty alone would know that. Is that right? That's right. Do you believe he makes you well now? I know he does. God bless you. So you shall have what you... God bless her in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us say praise be to God. He is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
I keep having faith. Visions make me so weak. This is 15 days of it now, you know, constantly under the anointing. So it, the whole building just looks like it's just a bunch of people once in a while out there. So just, just like a mass sitting flatly together. But have faith. God is here. Do you believe it? God is here to make well and to heal all and to do all that we ask him to do. He'll do the exceedingly, the abundantly above all that we could do or think. If our Lord, that or what our Lord has already done tonight would be a sufficient for you to make you, if you can't believe now, I, I, I don't believe you could ever believe. And some of you sit in the meeting and see as many as a hundred patients at a time bring through the line. And every one what the Lord said was perfectly just exactly what he said would be and what he said was. Do you believe him with all your heart? Oh, how wonderful. I just pray that his spirit be upon every one of you, making each one well, healing your sickness, blessing your heart. How many Christians are here? Let's see your hands. Now, thank you. Now, how many that's not Christians have you really believed that being in the presence of God that you'd like to say, Brother Minister, pray God have mercy on me, for I am a sinner. Would you raise your hand anywhere in the building? Have mercy on me, I am a sinner. Is there one in the building? Up in the balcony, down to the right, over here? Not a sinner in the building. How many in the building? That's wonderful. How many in the building that has not received the Holy Ghost and would like to be remembered that God will give you the Holy Ghost? Wonderful. Scores of hands going up everywhere. Oh, how beautiful is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. All right, lady, your heart trouble and everything's done left you. You go on off the platform. <laughs> Just be reverent. Believe with all your heart. Now, if everybody be in one accord, I sir, you want to get that kidney trouble and go home and be well? Yes, Do you want to believe that God will make it? Yes, I believe. All right, receive it and go. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, may He do this for you. Now, Oh, isn't our Lord marvelous? How do you do, sister? Do you believe what you see to be coming from God with all your heart? I believe we are strangers, my sister. Perhaps the Lord would tell me what was your trouble. Would you believe it with all your heart? Well, if it's the truth, you'd have to say it was the truth, isn't that right? Of course. Of your age, you have a few things of that age that would be. But one of your outstanding things that you're trying to get rid of is arthritis. Isn't that right? Do you believe you are rid of it now? You do? 
Uh, it's you're the one suffering. I'm just his prophet. Do yes. you accept it now? Yes, I accept. All right, raise your hands Thanks up and say, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bounce your feet up and down. Go off the platform. There you are. You have no more arms around it. God bless you. God bless you, sister. Do you believe with all your heart? Do you believe that God is here to make well and to heal you, do anything that we'd ask him to do? you believe he would do it? With all your heart, you believe that. That colored lady sitting there had arthritis, too, just at that time. Yes, ma'am. You was healed at that time. You can stand up, lady, on the end there. Yes, ma'am. Stand up to your feet. You're, you're made by both of you. So you both of you there together. You both had arthritis. You were healed, and that woman started towards you. That demon recognized that. He turned you both loose. Raise your hands up like this. You're free. Amen. You're absolutely free. You've never felt like that for years, have you? <laughs> Amen. You're healed now. You may go home rejoicing and tell what great things Jesus has done for you. Amen. She just loosened up, you see. There she was, stiffened up with arthritis, now perfectly well. No prayer for her. Her faith made her whole. Amen. Now, you haven't felt like that for some time either, have you? You're healed now. The arthritis is all gone from you. You're normal and well. Now, lady, all your life you've had trouble with your eyes, but Jesus Christ will make you whole. Now, do you believe it? I believe God bless you. Go, and the Lord will grant to you according to your, your faith. Oh, isn't he wonderful? Let's just sing a hymn to him, if you will. Wonderful Jesus is to me. I'm getting terribly weak somehow tonight. Will you sing for us now, everyone? Wonderful, wonderful Jesus is to me. Come somewhere, Prince of Peace, mighty God in me, saving me, keeping me from all sin and shame. Wonderful is my Love and pity goes to his children. Oh, God, once more, once more, visit the people is my prayer. You believe the heart trouble left you, brother? Amen. Go ahead, you are. <laughs> oh, how I love How merciful our Lord is. Now, you see, I wasn't reading their mind at all. Amen. Oh, God, be merciful. You believe your heart troubles go to leave you and go to get all right? God bless you. Then go and you may have what you've asked. How wonderful our Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's a prince of peace. 
the everlasting Father. How do you do, lady? Do you believe with all your heart? You believe me to be his servant? I'm unworthy to be. But who is worthy? No one. But through his divine mercy, do you believe that he has sent me to help you? You do. You're standing for a loved one. And that's a, I believe it's a half-sister. And she's in a state where there's a lot of level country, and she's in an institution. She's been there for years. It's a mental case. Is that Kansas? That's right. God bless you. Let me have that handkerchief. God be merciful. I now send this handkerchief, and may the demon spirit leave the girl, and may she come home normally and well. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Don't let no one touch that or handle it and put it in a letter right tomorrow and send it to her. God bless you. Then write me the testimony, please. All right. Do you love him? How could we do anything else but love him? Now, if you can believe with all your heart, God will make you well. you believe it? Have faith. You come up from Indiana to get healed of that diabetes, didn't you, sir? All right, stand up on your feet and accept your healing. God bless you. Go back down. Be made well. You're up for an operation for fistula over there, aren't you, lady? And you also got hemorrhoids. You believe that Jesus Christ will make you well and will bring you out? If you believe it with all your heart, you may have it. If you just accept it, that's up between you and God to do it. All right. Will you come? God bless you, sister. You believing with all your heart? You believe that God is here to reveal the very, make known the secret spots of your heart? You believe it, he's seen you ever since you was a baby. He's fed you ever since you was a baby. You believe he can make known everything you've done since you was a baby? Certainly he can. He is God. And there's nothing impossible with God. Or there's nothing impossible with those who believe in God. Is that right? What do you think about that lady setting out your hand up? Sure, like you're at hay fever, wouldn't you? You believe that God will make you well? How do I know you had hay fever? You don't know. But Jesus Christ reveals it. All right. If you believe with all your heart, now what do you think about a lady sitting next to her? Would you like to? Yeah, you got high blood pressure, haven't you? You like to get over that too? Just raise up your hands and say, "I accept Jesus." Both of you say, "I accept Jesus as my healer." You can have what you. What's your desire? God will grant it to you. Amen. Oh, how merciful that our God is. You believe him with all your heart?
You seen someone stricken right there that had a terrible pneumonia, left the lung condition from a pneumonia case. Isn't that right, lady? You sitting there looking right at me? I thought the vision was standing right above you. Cause a chest trouble in here. Is that right? Well, Jesus Christ makes you well now. God bless you. You don't have to worry about that no more. God bless you. You can go home and be made well. Oh, isn't he wonderful? Is everybody breathing? Are you ready to accept him now as you said he was your Savior? Are you ready to accept him as your healer? Let everybody in the building be healed and come up here and testify. Would you like to do that? You who can't walk, come up and show them how you can walk. You who can't hear, someone with them can come up here and see if you can hear. Would you like to do that? Well, now, he's here and has done it for you, if you're willing to accept it. You believe it? I can hardly see anymore. It's just, I guess I'm just getting weak. Is this the life? Excuse me, lady. I, I'm sorry. Look this way. You believe with all your heart? Now, we are strangers, are we, sisters? You um, have a trouble in the female. It's the fallen womb. Isn't that right? Your husband has a trouble too, doesn't he? A stomach trouble. Is that right? You go down and lay your hands on him. God bless you. Believe God with all your heart and you'll get just exactly what you ask for. I'll lay hands on you, you lay hands on him in the name of Jesus. How many wants to be prayed for out there? How many wants to be healed out there? Now I'm going to ask you to do something. I won't play a piano to start with this, the organ. Slowly, softly, only believe, if you will. Let's bow our heads just a moment. Everybody just shut your soul in with God. Fifteen nights. Lame walks. Cripples take up their bed and go out of the building. Stretcher cases are healed and turned back. The deaf hear, the dumb speak. Sinners are rebuked of their sins. People who've lived in sin and professing Christianity have been called right out and told them what they were doing. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. One by one, you might pass the platform. God will tell you everything is wrong. You know what's wrong with you. Let's settle it just now. I want you to lay your hands over on each other, if you will, for the healing of your body. I want you to repeat this prayer. You pray it as I repeat it. Now, I'll just repeat it. You pray it. Almighty God, the author of life, giver of every good gift, look down upon me now in mercy. See my sickness and my condition. And look into my heart, Lord. 
If there be any unbelief, O oh God, take it from me now. For I believe thee, help thou my unbelief. I now am coming with a sincere heart to accept my healing. Now may my faith be sufficient to receive it. In Jesus Christ's name I ask it. I just remain with your head now. Everybody praying, no matter what's wrong with you now. And just don't raise your head, keep your eyes closed. Just imagine what Jesus is doing right now. The Holy Spirit wooing over His mercies and power coming into your body right now, making you well. The angels of God are hovering around you. Now, that demon of unbelief, that's the only thing that would keep you from being healed. Now, as God's servant, I'm going to ask him to leave this building. I'm going to ask him to get out of every person and to go out. And then when I ask him to go out, you believe he has gone. And then give God praise for it. And your sickness will start leaving you right then. You'll get well. Now, if he can't stand up here on the platform before the prayer, he can't stand out there before the prayer. Now, it's just your faith. One man said, come lay your hands on my daughter. The other said, just speak the word, Lord. Now, you believe it. If God has told the truth, surely I would know what truth was. Now, keep your head bowed, and I'm going to ask God to help me to make Satan leave every one of you. Satan, the devil of unbelief, that's all. Jesus has already healed you. Our Heavenly Father, as this group of people is bowed here, their heads low, their hearts open to receive of thy truth. And all they have looked each night and seen the great signs and wonders and miracles that you're performing. Men of great renown standing fall posted at your feet and accept you, Lord. And I thank thee for it. And now, Lord, that I believe that the day of the greatest revival that ever swept the land is just at hand. I believe we're near something. I believe Jesus is coming. You'll always send mercy before judgment. And now, Lord, Satan's gone about like a roaring lion. We know the weeds and the wheat come up together, and they mature together. And right while unrighteousness and wickedness is spreading the land of the weeds, we know the wheat is maturing also. And now, Lord, will thou let Satan hold your people? God forbid. Rise, O Jehovah. Rise. Let thy eyes turn towards this people tonight who is confessing. O Lord, ride upon the clouds, you who come on the winds of the morning. Come riding into this building, Lord. Show Satan who's boss. Take over, Lord. And now he's your servant, standing in your place. I rebuke the devil that's binding these people. Thou demon, as a servant of Jesus Christ, I adjure thee to leave this entire building. Come out of the people. Leave them in Jesus Christ's name.